Welcome to the Johnny Cassell Show. This is your number one resource for dating and lifestyle advice. Right, episode number 25. This is the area, this is the space where you get to ask me anything in your dating and social life. I'm Johnny Cassell. I have been working in this area for coming up to shit 14 years now, okay? So any hurdles that you have, any reoccurring patterns that you may have identified in your behavior that are limiting you to your success with women or just in general, the people that you want to be friends with or you want to grow your social circle, you want to improve the quality of the partners in your life, you wanna start having partners in your life or you wanna improve your relationship with oneself, right? Ask me anything, ask me anything, guys, all right? This is it. So what have I been up to uh, this week so far? Um, today, I did, uh, is it vinyasa? Vinyasa yoga, yoga, <laughs> fucking hell, what a cocker. Vinyasa yoga, and um, it's, it's no joke, ladies and gentlemen, you know? Um, a bit late to the party on that one, like, to be honest, I did it years ago, I did yoga years ago, and um, I just felt myself to give myself a bit of a push today. Uh, so did some weight training and also did some yoga because I missed my boxing session yesterday. And Jesus, the, the instructor, I mean, he had me in all sorts of positions. He came over to me uh, in the middle of the, the, this session and was like, why, why, are you, why are you sweating? Like, wait, <laughs> it's a workout. No one else in the room was sweating, but Jesus, for me, you know, it showed me, showed me I had muscles in places I didn't really knew uh, that I had. So um, highly recommend that, guys. Vinyasa yoga, um, you know, especially to improve that flexibility. You know, it's, it's like what I said to my training partner at the gym today. Like, we were talking about, um, you know, things that we can, um, you know, undertake to improve our fitness and such. And it's all, all, all right, like getting big and bulky and, and thinking that's the way to attract women. But hey, look, if you drop your pencil on the floor and you don't have the flexibility to pick up your pencil on the floor, <laughs> that's, that's not a good look, right? Especially of uh, people that are our age, right? So that's why I, I, wanted to, I want to improve my flexibility. Anyway, just sharing a little bit about what I've been up to, guys, fill you in a bit in, in, in my world. Um, Okay, let me see if we've got any questions already. I just saw one. Marina says, what's the biggest dilemma you see that nobody else sees as an expert? It's, there's never just one singular thing, um, but it's ego. You know, it's, it's, it's many things, but one of the things that stands out to me as you ask that question is ego. The, and I say this every week, the idea we have of ourselves is protecting us from finding out what we are truly capable of uh, in, the, in, in the arena that we are talking about here, maybe it be approaching a partner, a potential partner, or someone that you feel inferior to uh, in that moment, then the ego is obviously protecting you because of, of the possible outcome that could exist right? Well, what we learn from embracing the unknown 
is something always fruitful comes from it, right? Something always fruitful comes from it. It's a lesson. It's a lesson. You can't, you've got to be realistic. You can't expect to completely get it in the bag on, on when you first sort of get the ball rolling, but you have to be um, reasonable with yourself and go, you know what? I just did something for the first time in my life. I just, I just attempted to talk to someone completely out of my comfort zone who I have no rapport with. That's a big win today, right? But the ego gets in the way so much that it actually stops you from actually doing the move in the first place. The ego is a funny thing. The ego can also get in the way when you're actually attracted to someone. And you guys, you know, you're, you're really hitting it off, but you both want to sort of have like one up on each other. Therefore, the ego is getting in the way of, of something you both want to enjoy. Therefore, you never really enjoy it because your egos are just kind of fighting it out with each other. Right. So um, that's that's not that's a dilemma people have. Um, I could go on and on with that. Um, a lot of things. The, one of the biggest questions I asked and we went through this on the last series, last episode. The biggest one of the biggest questions I asked my clients when they come onto my workshops is. Who here is on social media? No one's on social media. Right. If you're not being social, then you're not going to have the opportunity to meet people to be sociable or intimate with. It's that simple. Get out there and nurture those relationships in any way you can through, you know, I mean, through phone calls, through text messaging. That's one medium. But another beautiful medium is social media. Like, don't be so ignorant, ignorant to it. Don't be like, oh yeah, my security this, my security that. What are you worried about? What are you hiding? What are you hiding? It doesn't matter. They're gonna find out about what? Your obscene fucking porn fetish? Who cares? They're not. They're gonna find out some data of what t-shirts you like to buy? Who cares? Right? Everyone is on there. Everyone is on there. It's a fantastic tool to maintain your friendships. It gives you a visual window to see what your contacts are doing. You know, if something wasn't um, able to manifest in the time that you spent immediately with someone, it might do later on down the line. And if you haven't got that window to see the opportunity for each other, then, you know, I mean, just use the tool. Just It's a fantastic tool, man. And if you need help, that's what my job is. I can help you with your own branding, your personal branding, how you are positioning yourself and presenting yourself online and offline. Okay. Anyway, God, you had me going to have a rant then. But thank you, Marina. Great question. Riot Purist, welcome back. Hi, Cameron, welcome back. Hi, Gerard. Hey, Yabi. Hey, Unger. Hi, Alfredo. Hi, John. How are you, mate? Good to have you on. Hi, Naveen. Good to have you on, Naveen. John says, how does one deal with a less than convex chest? So, so John actually knows me. So I think what he's actually asking me is how do I deal with um, my condition, which is, uh, God, what is my condition? It's pectus ex curvaceous. Um, you know what? Like, 
I've, I, it's a great question. I really want to kind of, I, I wish had we had more of a community on my profile of people that have this condition because I really want to speak out to my brothers that are that, that have gone through life with this because I, I, admittedly, you know, it does knock people's confidence. Um, but I will tell you this, like it's never bothered any woman I've been with, right? Like whatever insecurity you have, right? It's how you feel about it that's projected, right? And if a woman sees that you're insecure about, I don't know, it could be like, <laughs> you've got one finger that's shorter than the other, I don't know, just a really long finger or something we like, if, like she doesn't really care about that. I mean, I got a friend that's like, you know, he, he's got a deformity in, in his thumb, like I think he's, part of his thumb's missing, right? But he kills it, like he's so confident, the way he carries himself, like w women like don't even, they're not even fussed about it. You know, so it's about how you play it out. I mean, don't get me wrong, I thought about perhaps getting correctional surgery and stuff like that, but it would only be for my own vanity, you know? And it's, do I wanna go down the route of a, a possible life-threatening surgery when it isn't really causing that much bother in my life? Um, so I would say anyone that has insecurities in, in you know, has body complexes, you just invest, you've got to invest in learning how your mind works, right? You've got to invest in getting confident with people and getting confident with women to overcome this hurdle in your head, right? It's only a problem for them if it's a problem for you, okay? Like even so, like one of my best friends, just by coincidence, also has the same condition as myself. And he does tremendously well with women, like like super, like super high caliber women. And um, again, it's just how you carry yourself. It really is. So thanks for that question, John. Um, as, I get, as I said, like, it'd be great to have more of a community of those, of, of the brothers that have gone through, have this condition, because I'd really like to kind of um, give them some confidence on it, you know? Um, but I hope you're well, and thanks for the question. Hi, Adrian. Yeah, hi, hi Cat Free. Super dupe. Some tips for working on inner game and building confidence. Inner game. Okay. Well, let's talk about where your confidence comes from. Your confidence is going to be coming from positive experiences. Okay. I'm going to say that again. Your confidence is going to come from positive experiences. But if you've noticed, right? What happens is by default, when we're about to um, take action on a task or an event, we get this voice in our head that gives us the idea that we cannot do this, right? And this exists because we don't have a mechanism, a positive coping mechanism, to turn the voice of this down, right? So the positive coping mechanism is this. It's you recording your wins, right? Again, I say this earlier on, like if, be realistic with yourself. If you've never done like a approach in the day before and you just did that, that's a win, right? If you've never approached a group of people before, that's a win, right? If you're getting compliments on now the way that you're styled, the way, the way that you've styled yourself or you, the way you're dressing, that's a win, 
right? If you've got a phone number, that's the win. You know, I mean, we can go on and on and on, but what I'm saying is don't discount the discount, discredit the small steps you're taking to climb the mountain, right? But you have to record it. If you don't record it, right? If you don't have an instrument at play that's recording your wins, you're only left with the negative voice in your head and therefore you show up as the negative second-rate version of yourself, right? I hope that makes sense. So I always say, just get a diary, you know, get a diary or the notes section on your phone, just recording your wins, catch yourself in that moment of doubt and give yourself more clarity on how awesome you are by jumping back into your notes, jumping back into your diary and then, you know, just just answering that, that gremlin in your head with logic, right? Look at it like this. If you, if you were to walk into the office, you'd have the profit and loss sheet on the wall. You'd have your year on year and you'd see your growth, right? Or you'd, you'd see the weaknesses and what, what needs work on, right? If you're looking to get successful at anything, you need to have that instrument at play, okay? For me, this is what it was. I don't have this anymore, right? Because I've, I've, I've reached to a level that I, I feel like I'm, I'm competent. But if that is a weak spot for you, then that is the instrument that you need to uh, build on your positive reference points so you can turn up as the confident guy that you are. Well, if you're at the gym, right, and you're, you're writing down, the, you're going up the weights, you know, week on, week out, you'd be writing down, you know, what weights you did last week, right? And you look at that and you go, right, okay, that's an improvement, that's an improvement, Right? You look in the mirror, you know, the, the results don't lie. And you compare it to the, the picture that you, you had when you first started, right? So you've got to have something. And then you walk down the street and you, you, you feel confident, right? Because you, you're feeling, you're experiencing the results, right? So that's, that's an example of, of, of being able to record it. So that's a good tip for in a game. I've got lots of stuff on in a game, man, like management of the mind, headspace. I mean, we're doing it all on our workshops. Next workshop, by the way, is the 28th of September here in London. Uh, it's gonna be a fantastic day. Jeez, it's gonna be the last one of the summer, guys. So look, if you've pissed away the summer, right, and you really haven't met, like, developed into the person that you wanna be, then reach out, there's no time like today. Hi, Adam, welcome back. Thank you, Adam, thank you. Thanks for coming back on. Uh, Irene, hi, I'm at Hygenda, Big Mike, Big Mike. I had a, I had a friend called Big Mike, and his, his little brother's called Pumba. <laughs> hi, Jill. John, thank you so much. Hey, John, man, like, um, hit me up a DM if, if I mean, I, if you've got that condition, um, you know, I'm very happy to have a. Uh, a more uh, a conversation more in private with you um yeah from the heart brother right hi aiden hi T timor good to have you on back uh cheers by cola right 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 thank you thank you thank you right hi jessica jessica yes i need to write that you down because i was thinking about you the other day uh, I actually might have a job for you. Um, I couldn't find you on my Instagram. Jess Jessica Marsenko. I think it's you. Yeah. So good to have you on. Sh 
Trampane Pappy, <laughs> Jonathan Caesar. So yeah, guys, ask me anything, right? Who we got? Who we got on tonight? Um, Aiden, yeah, you've been following me for a while. Is your chance to ask her a question? Cameron, ask me a question. Jonathan Kassar, don't sit at the back of the classroom, my friend. Get involved. And Jill, come on, pull, pull, your, pull your finger out your backside and challenge me. Challenge me on my 14 years of, um, <laughs> God, my service, I guess. You know, my service to the, to the industry. What would make you better today if you, if you knew how to do it? Yeah, what would, if you had to go out tomorrow and if there's one piece of advice that I could give you that could make your approach better, what would it be? What, what needs work? What needs work? Adrian, if you're still watching, do you want to jump on? Did you, want, did you have a question? If you did, throw me over a um, video request, man. I want to do one of these. I haven't done one yet. Uh, uh, you still there? How do we do it? Uh, I think you've gone. Come on guys, it's a slow one tonight. I know I missed you guys yesterday. I'm sorry about that, but I had a friend that was, flew in from Australia uh, that I had to spend time with. He came up here with his girlfriend and uh, therefore I had to reschedule tonight's, uh, last night's uh, Ask Me Anything. So uh, that's why we're doing it tonight, it being a Wednesday. Um, guys, I am gonna call it. If you guys aren't gonna jump in, I am gonna call it tonight because I can be places, but this is my time I'm giving up uh, in exchange for asking, answering your questions. Superdupes says, I'm really good at opening, keeping the conversation going, but not good at going forward romantically and sexually. Hope this helps everyone. Right. So what you're basically saying is that you don't take risks in your conversation, right? So I would start as a first step, just getting used to complimenting a woman, right? And we know this, we know how to do this because if you guys have got my book, you, you would have, you'd have wrote down a list of the visual things that you like, right? So there'll be a time where you've built enough rapport and then you'll actually compliment her, right? If it's, I, I do encounter guys that, that are afraid to compliment a woman because they feel that they're going to lose the power. I mean, look, you're not going to lose the power. What you're going to lose is the opportunity to take it further because you haven't made it clear that you're interested in that way, right? Therefore, you will be left in the friend zone. The friend zone exists because you chose to remain in the friend zone. Yeah, you didn't get put in the friend zone. You chose to stay in the friend zone because you didn't take the risk, the risk being showing your intent, yeah, given a compliment to her, that she didn't see, didn't see you as anything more, right? And I talk about this every week as well. It's not just about the compliments, also how you look at someone, right? I can look at you like this right now, like, 
you know, like that. Or I can look at you like that, yeah? Now that's it, I'm flirting with you right now. I've got you, I'm looking at you in a way that says I've got you, right? And I'm perfectly comfortable like this, right? That's what you gotta do, yeah? You gotta get comfortable at building tension with someone, yeah? There was a great post I saw earlier on today. It was just one of those like vague advice things, but this one was actually pretty good. So there's two types of, pe- is it two types of people? There's people that actually listen and there's people that are, are listening, but then they're waiting just to have their go or something like that. And I said, that that really sums it up, like what, com- what people are like in conversation. It pays dividends if you practice your active listening, guys, right? It's so simple, but it makes you stand out from anyone else because a lot of people, they're just passively listening and they're just kind of waiting to talk about themselves, right? Show that you're listening, show that you care and you're taking an interest and challenge people, challenge what, where, how, who, right? Go deeper than the service. Service, surface. (laughs) Okay, so I hope that helps, super dupes. Cameron, what happens on the one-day workshop? Uh, On the one-day workshop's 12-hour immersive experience with six hours of theory, inclusive of of mindset, mindset and headspace um, topics, all to do with like removing unwanted thoughts, installing confidence um, and self-esteem. We talk about what women want. We talk about building your archetype of the sort of women that you're, you're looking for and how to position yourself in a way that you can approach them. We also build out on a conversation structure. Again, so you never run out of things to say, right? You never run out of things to say. You have a model that is stimulating and it makes impact with whoever you choose to speak to, whether it be male or female, or whether it be intimate or platonic. And then we have the other elements of like how to um, be flirtatious, how to introduce intimacy to conversation, you know, through nonverbal and verbal um, situ- situations, right? How to approach groups, how to read social scenarios and situations, how to get it, get it going through, through all, the, all the whole model so they want you to see you again, right? So you can actually get the phone number, get a, get a uh, you know, social media account, whatever, and you have the ability to follow up, you have the ability to take them on a date, some first date tips. Um, God, what else are we covering? You know, how to approach a day, how to approach in the evening, and also how to keep it going. You know, creating a blueprint for you to keep it going. So the one day workshop, the 12 hour workshop here in London is more of a, um, see it as an induction. Yeah, it's an induction to our, for our bigger programs. It gives you an idea of what we're all about, what we're teaching, uh, our approach to it all. Um, you get to meet me in person as well, right? And uh, so yeah, six hours of theory, six hours of infield, three hours of day, uh, daytime infield work and evening infield work. And you have dinner with myself and the instructors and it's a fantastic day and you should totally come because it's life-changing. And I've got loads of reviews on Google. You can check them out for yourself. If you don't believe me, everyone always smashes it. <laughs> uh, right, Desatra. Hi, I've never dated anyone before. How do I get out there? Wow. 
buddy. Thanks for being vulnerable. Thanks for actually sharing that with us. Um, never dated anyone before. How do I get out? Well, the first thing I would say is just get out, right? Work on being more of a social being, right? If you look to my Instagram stories today, I actually said something uh, in tune with that. And my advice was to a, to a woman, it was, she, she was in her 40s, and she goes, what is the singular most, actually, I think she was in her 50s, actually. What was the, what's the most singular piece of advice that you could give to someone who is in their 50s and is looking to date? And I said, just be more social. Just take the pressure off yourself of you having to date someone and just work on being social. And I give the analogy of, look, if, if you're out of work, right? An opportunity, a working opportunity is not just gonna land on your lap, right? You have to kind of be involved in the world of work to find out about more opportunities of work right? So it's the same thing with being social, yeah? If you're going out there and you're being more social, then you find out about more opportunities in the social sphere, right? Whether they be through friendship, whether they be for career purposes, or they be through intimate purposes. So if you're just starting out, right, just getting out there, I would just say be more social, make more social decisions, I'm gonna say that again, make more social decisions. I had a client, a female client, and she, God, I mean, she, she was in her 60s and she'd never been with anyone. She was the 60 year old virgin, very glamorous woman, yeah, for, for her age, very glamorous. And the decisions that she was choosing to make in her life didn't move her in a, a social direction. For example, you know, the gym, or the health spa or a sports club would be an opportunity to meet people. Instead, she chose to stay at home and have a personal trainer over Skype. Over Skype. This is ridiculous. If, if, you, if you have the ability to work remotely, right? Because a lot of people do now. You know, they're using the whole sort of um, stay at home and work from home, sort of work at, like office at home sort of scenario pick up your computer and go to a coffee shop or a hotel lobby because you know what? You might just meet someone. You might just meet someone on your way there or in the lobby at the coffee shop. The more decisions, the more social decisions you make, the more likely you are gonna be to meet someone, all right? So think of it holistically. Think of it holistically. That's the number one thing I could share with you on this broadcast today, guys. I'm really pushing that message um, because everything else then is just about the micro behaviors, which you can learn. You can learn from myself. You can learn from my YouTube channel, my book, my courses, whatever. But they're no good if you don't have a platform to be social in. Like I've been married to nightlife, right? For, for the majority of those 14 years, Right? I am a very, very social person. I do not have a television in my house, right? There's always something going on. I'm so well positioned for social activity. I could go out tonight after this broadcast and meet people and, and have fun and you know, have interactions with people. You've got to start making those decisions in your life. Great question, D, uh, Satra. Um, I hope that really helps you. Uh... 
Hi, Bill. Hi, G. No worries, Super Dupes. Special Public. Hi, buddy. Cool. Yeah, Cameron, like, definitely. Um, shoot me a DM. We'll get you on it, man. It's um, This September is going to be awesome. Be a great way to see off the summer and get you prepared for the uh, the festive season coming up from October. You know, we have Halloween in October. It's like it's like Christmas for single guys, Halloween. <laughs> um, you know, in November, December. I mean, you know, you're kind of moving into sort of Christmas party um, territory there. So you've got to get the skills under your belt, guys. If you've really missed out on opportunities in the summer, yeah, you've got another season to kind of really give this a shot. So look, it's time, man. Time. It's ticking. I can't believe we're in September right now. Jesus. Right, Arthur, hey, welcome back, buddy. Uh, Sartre has something else he wants to say. Also, the thing is I'm kind of short, so I've been pretty conscious about that. Okay, I've said, if you haven't heard the broadcast before, what I have said is people that are self-conscious of their you know, something about their body or their image. It's how you hold yourself, right? And I've spoken to women, I've spoke to women that find short guys attractive, right? I'm talking like tall Amazonian women. And I said, oh my God, like, I need to record what you're, what you're saying. There's so many men that will benefit from what you're saying. And what she told me was, you know what? I have to date short guys because I'm really tall. So every guy is shorter. I go, okay. So I go, well, what is it that's attractive then? She goes, well, for me, it's about how a guy carries himself. If, he, if, he, if he's carrying himself in a way that he can handle himself, then I know he can handle me. That's the hack, guys. That's the mental hack you need. You need to look after yourself. You need to make sure that you are carrying yourself in a way that is evident that you can handle yourself. Because if you're putting out there that all you have is this insecurity about your height, then that's what they see. That's what they see right? So that's it. It's a mindset thing. It's a mindset thing, right? And also start finding confidence in other areas. Like, you know, go after your career, go after being fit, going after, you know, being social, like find confidence in other areas and, and ride off that, right? But great question. I'm glad you asked that because it's always one where we have guys on, there's probably one that's always in the back of their mind. So thank you for that. Uh, Raphael says, do I have any tips for beginners? So yeah, we, we shared, we shared earlier that, um, you know, the foundation is just get out there, make more social decisions. I think that's, that is the topic tonight. I'm like, I'm going to be writing it down, like social decisions, um, make more. Um, but I would say like, just get in the habit Like we're all creatures of habit. Like anything, anything that we are successful at we have good habits. We have good habits. So right now we probably, if we're not succeeding in this area, it's probably because we have bad habits. We probably go out, we talk ourselves out of actually talking to people we don't know. We keep ourselves in our own little social circle. So you need to come up with better habits than that. So the better habit might be, well, tonight I'm, I'm going to go out and I'm just going to speak to three people I don't know. That's it. That's it. Don't put pressure on yourself saying, well, I'm good at tonight to get laid. Buddy, you're not. You're not. <laughs> and I tell you that in jest because I used to think like that. Yeah. I used to think, you know, I knew everything and I knew how to charm the pants off of anyone. And um, 
of course, you'd go out with so much pressure on yourself that you wouldn't even talk to someone, right? You gotta understand that if you just focus on being social, that gets you in the door. It gets you in the door. But if you go there with an agenda, you're not even going there. You're too freaked out of yourself and, and like even how to approach it. So that's what I'll say is get in the habit of just approaching people you don't know, expanding your social circle, right? And it becomes quite a paradox because you live in a small world, right? But by, but by being more social, the world gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you realize we really do live in a small world because you, t you start to know everyone on a global scale, right? So that's what I say, man. Like, that's what I say. I say, like, take the pressure of yourself of you're going out to, tonight to get laid or, or something like that. You're going out tonight to, to meet fun and interesting people. You're going out tonight to meet fun and interesting people. Or if it's a commute to work, you know, you're going out to be playful. You're going out to be playful. You're going out to amuse yourself. And by amusing yourself, you invite, you invite others into that aura, into that positive energy. You know, the majority of people, they're so caught up in what they got to do and their, their stress at work and they're going around like this, you know. And if you're just at peace with yourself, right, you're very present, then you're just going through the world at a different frequency and you're inviting others into that. And that's very um, endearing, you know. So that's what I have for you, buddy. So put it in practice. So good, right. Arthur, I'm very well, my friend. Hi, Fred. Hi, Kara. Hi, positive vibes. All it is is positive vibes on this feed, my brother. Cameron says, how to work through and be anxiety on a deeper level. Okay, first of all, your language, yeah? We talk about language, we talk about outer language, we talk about inner language. Inner language is here, inner language is the story you keep telling yourself, right? And you also probably, like if I, if I write down a list of all the things that I've got to do tomorrow, right? I might be overwhelmed, I might be overwhelmed of fuck, so much to do. So much to do that I probably won't even take one step forward because I think, well, how the hell am I gonna do all this? I'm so overwhelmed, oh my God, I might get anxious, right? I'm just overthinking it, I'm overthinking it, yeah? In the realm that we're talking about, maybe you're talking about approaching someone, right? The old fashioned three second rule is probably will help you out of that, you know? So that might be something you start doing. You see someone you like in three seconds, you just gotta to talk to them. Cause you need to take care of this animal, right? You need to take care of this animal. You've just triggered off a thought actually. I've got a video on YouTube it's more of a recent one. And I think it's called this, it's called like how to deal with the animal inside. How to deal with the animal inside. Camera, I'd love for you to check it out because it, it goes really deep. It goes really, really deep in terms of like um, getting control of the demons, right? If you've gone through trauma, right? Or there has been a, quite a big event in your life, then that video will really help you. Uh, it helped, uh, not necessarily with my trauma, I didn't have trauma, but I had an event that I needed to go back and visit and kind of neutralize for me to move on, 
Um, it wasn't to do with an ex-partner or anything like that. It was something else. Uh, I may even give the example in the video, but I think it will be really helpful for you. Um, but anyway, like sidetrack there. You know, when I talked about the, the, the inner voice and the outer voice, like the outer voice, like the labels that you're calling this, how to beat anxiety. If you see someone you like and you're saying, oh my God, I've got anxiety, you're choosing to retract from what you're capable of, right? The words that you choose to describe the feelings that you're experiencing are so, so powerful. I want you to think of a more positive label that you could give that feeling when you feel it next. And I want you to think about what sort of outcome you want from that new label, right? Because right now I see anxiety, I see a, I see a negative label. I see a negative label and negative, negative labels don't allow me of my abilities. They retract, they hold me back, right? So you've really got to start putting, flushing out any negative thoughts, negative vocabulary, negative labels, and you've got to turn the negatives into positives to get positive outcomes as opposed to negative outcomes, all right? So thank you for that question. I hope that helps, buddy. Seen a lot of love on that one, so I think a lot of people like that one. Thanks, I always appreciate these little cheeky hearts. <laughs> Hi, Alexandra, it's a jam. Hi, buddy. Hi, dope soul. Arthur says, after Christmas, I'm gonna do one of the courses. Fantastic, man, I welcome you on it. Um, let me know which one. Uh, as I say, seven day programs, You know, we're running them on a weekly basis. Look, there's only so many weeks in a year and we're either running them uh, on, on those weeks or I'm taking time out because I'm fucked, right? For working so intensively. So uh, what I would advise is if, you, if you're planning to do something in 2020, talk to me now and book your date in, yeah? Because um, then we know it's happening. Then we know it's happening. We've got the commitment and we lock in your, lock in your date in. All right, but yeah, I'm excited that. If that's happening, great, be good to have you here. Hi, Renatora. Arthur, how do you know if they're married? Ah, this is a really great question. And I'm gonna tell you a really good thing you can say quite covertly. Um, and I love this. So it's an assumption. You just simply say, uh, you didn't tell me. How long have you been married for? Right, it could even work with the boyfriend thing. You can go, you didn't tell me how long you've been with your boyfriend for. Right, so they're gonna go. What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not married. Or what are you talking about? I'm, I don't have a boyfriend. Right. It's it's a genius thing to say, and it gets you over the hurdle later on. Perhaps if the ego is getting in the way, and they want to play hard to get, and they might say, "Oh well, you know, I've got a boyfriend." You know, they can't say it because they <laughs> they can't say it. They've already told you they're free. Right. So it's super fun. They know what you did. Right. You know what you did. And you have that moment and you both kind of realize, okay, cool. We're, we're dealing with the boss here. <laughs> so have fun with that, Arthur. Uh, hi, Albert. Hi, Francesco, London journalist, back here for a plug, I assume. So if, uh, if you're looking for some PR services, go and check out London journalist page. 
um, in Los Angeles or London. Uh, she's the girl. If you wanna, if your ego, if your ego needs for you to be on television or in high-end publications, go to the London Journalist, and she will feed that hunger. All right, Adrian, good to have you here, buddy. Um, Arthur says, I went to my sister's wedding. I was a little bit shy. Weddings are, I mean, such a seductive bubble, aren't they? They really are. Um, a bit of social pressure there for you to kind of pull your finger at your backside. But um, yeah, I think everyone, the great thing about weddings is everyone's really caught up in it. And everyone's kind of like in the mindset of meeting people. So... And I think another thing to say is that a lot of people don't know each other there. So use your social intuition and use that as an approach. Just, I mean, it can be so simple. Just, just say, oh, which side are you from? Or how do you know so-and-so? We don't need to overthink this. This is so simple. You know, we just need to do. And once you've done one, you can do two, you can do three to four. Next minute, you're the life and soul of the wedding. You're stealing the show, right? But definitely, if you've got a wedding, you've got to work the room. You've got to, you've got to um, I mean, the table situation is always funny, right? So if, if, when you go to the table plan and you're positioned on the table, what I always do, I make sure that I'm going around the table and I introduce myself straight away because it can be really slow and like boring if people are really slow to do that, you know, like they're, they're, they haven't introduced each other, they're a bit, it's a bit awkward. You're spending the night on this table. You're spending the night on this table, right? So just be social. Hi, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Like get acquainted straight away. Jeff. Uh, Raphael, yep, she'll let you know. Um, but try my way. I think it's super fun and playful. Sarah says, the place I'm at is like 3.53 in the morning, but it's worth it. Man, there was this girl I had a, oh wow, God, we got, we got, we got some stayers. I appreciate you being up this late, buddy. Hopefully, look, here's, here's the deal as well. If you're enjoying this broadcast, share it, share it. Tell your friends, don't be selfish. Like the more, the more of your friends that know about this sort of stuff, you know, the better the pla this place can be, right? The better your life can be because you've got people that are on the same page and it's more comfortable to go out rather than competing with each other, right? So share, share. I mean, when I first started out getting better at this stuff, getting more confident, I didn't want to share with anyone. I was super selfish, but that was just the wrong mindset to be in. It was my ego. Yeah, kill the ego, share it. There was a girl I had a conversation with, Gavrin, and it was a great one. And the interesting thing was she was the one who initiated the conversation. Okay, so what's, 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 is that it? There's no, there's no kind of conclusion to that, buddy. Um, if that's, if you want to finish that off and uh, then I'll, I'll be able to help you. Hi, Ken. Hi, Sam. Thanks, Cameron. Hi, Happy Saney. Happy Saney has it been on for a while. A gently app. Uh, how do I share it? Just tell your friends, just tell your friends. Just go, hey, this profile, London Dating Coach, is where I get all of my secrets from. This is why I'm so confident. This is why I am meeting bags full of more people now because of this guy. Yes, you are gonna have to stay up on late to watch this guy, 3.53 in the morning, 
Um, grateful for you being on, man. That's really cool. But it's worth it. All right. Share my channel. Share my videos. Share. I mean, I'm on iTunes. I'm on Spotify. I'm on every single podcasting platform out there. We just distribute. We're like, I'm like an octopus. I'm just like, rah. I'm just everywhere. Um, Arthur says, how do you know if they're interested in you? Uh, we, we, I answer this question uh, every, every, uh, every week. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I gave a great bit of advice the other week, right? And it was this, it was, don't say your name, credit, just, just focus on making impact with someone and don't share your name. Right. You don't have to do this approach, but it can be a great little playful thing to do. Like move the conversation. So it's completely about them. Right. It's refreshing. It's refreshing and you want it to be like that because you genuinely want to be in the game of meeting people and building deep rapport and having a meaningful connection as opposed to just sort of some passive nothing connection, you know? And a sign that they'll be interested is when they ask for your name. They'll be like, well, because it would just be a moment like, wow, this is really interesting, really get on with it. What's your name? What was your name? Bang, I'm interested. Right. They, so that's one thing they share that they ask for your name. Second thing, they're asking you questions. They're realizing, hang on a minute. Like I've just been talking about myself for so long. What about this guy? I'm interested in this guy because at first it's like, oh, okay. What you said, oh, that was interesting. What you just said. Second, oh, that, that was interesting too. Three times. Well, this guy's interesting. This guy is interested. I am now interested. Therefore, I'm going to ask more questions about him. Yeah. And then you've got the body language stuff, you know, the physical stuff. You know, there might be a touch going on. There might be some flirty kind of eyes, like looking deep in there, smiling. There might be some play, like the hair one. It's a bit cliche, but yes, that is a sign. The showing of the neckline as well. That's yeah, showing that she's, uh, you know, maybe lightly aroused. Okay. Um, the, the big, big one as well is the, sh the feet. Where the feet are pointed is what the mind is focused on, right? This is a very covert one, right? This is very, very, um, this is like spy games, man. Like you gotta, you gotta check the feet, see where the feet are pointed and that is where the mind is focused on, right? You'll get more intuitive about this sort of stuff as time goes on, guys, right? Don't think you can remember all of it. Just take a few things that I say and um, be more conscious of it. Same was uh, Invocation New Zealand. Great, man. It's good, good to uh, switch off and, and get out of town and you know go and see some greenery. I, know I need to remind myself doing that now and again. I just did that yesterday, as I said earlier, um, back in my hometown. And it's just weird how people are on different paths of who you grew up with. But that's, that's what life's all about, right? Stay true to your own path and don't be influenced by other people's paths unless it's the same sort of path that you want to go on, all right? Hi, Richard. Hi, Kevin Chang. Hi, Rario. Welcome back. It's my Nick in a box is back on. Hey, buddy. Right, guys, what we got, give me some more questions. Give me some more questions because otherwise I'm going to get the hell out of here.
right? Uh, the point of the story, Sartre said, the point of the story was in, was in somewhat motivated to talk to that girl again and make a connection. I'm somewhat motivated. Yeah, do it. Like if she, if she approached you, I mean, that's a sign that she's interested, right? Assume she's interested at the least. She's soon going to tell you if she is or she isn't. What's not okay is you not making a move. You know, women are frustrated. Women are frustrated with the lack of confidence men have, the lack of intuition men have. Believe me, I can, I can say this with confidence because I have spoken to in, with rooms full of women and they've highlighted their frustration to me, okay? So don't be in doubt about that. Hi, Onion. Richie says, you kiss a girl and she says she can't, but she still kisses you anyways. Okay. Well, she, she, just, she just had a bit of resistance there. She, um, in that moment, didn't feel ready, perhaps thought about it, and then went for it. She, she, she wanted the kiss, but she wanted the kiss to be on her terms, right? Arthur says, I'm not good at dress sense. Arthur, when you do the course in 2020 here in London, if it's the seven day program, I will include a styling experience with that. All you have to worry about is your, um, your, your spend, your clothing spend, okay? But I have experts that can handle that for you and we'll make sure your whole wardrobe is kitted out so you can be prepared for, you know, daytime, evening, you know, just looking fly. That's congruent to who you are, right? That's important, you know? not just picking a style you know, that, that, that you've seen on the TV or a book, a style that brings out your personality and is an extension of you. That's what we do, all right? So don't worry about that. We got you on that, man. That's 2020, your course. We'll put that together for you. After I'm making a note of that. Uh... But we got to move on that ASAP, buddy, because uh, as I say, bookings are very limited. Sartre, what do you think is the most important quality to attract a woman? Uh, there are so many. Always be working on yourself, right? Always be investing in yourself, building up you as an investment, right? You as an investment. What's on the table for them? What's on the table for them? It's all right, you saying, you know, oh, well, she's got to look like this and she's got to behave like that and she's got to have this sort of personality, etc. What about you, right? It can't be a double standard. What's in it for her? What are your qualities? Like, work out what your strengths are, work out what your weaknesses are, and work on those weaknesses, right? Don't worry about being perfect, Mr. Perfect, Mrs. Perfect doesn't exist. We're all a work in progress, all right? Like you can't be everything for your partner and you have, to, you have to let go of the idea that you can be everything for your partner and you have to let go of your insecurity about them having friends where they get other things from that you can't offer in the relationship. That is a huge bit of advice for guys out there. Right? You cannot be everything. She cannot be everything. 
All right. Kiki Doll. Kiki Doll's in the house. <laughs> Go check out Kiki Doll. Go check out her music. Uh, she's one hell of a producer. And... Uh, Go check her out. Give her a follow. Uh, she's a personality, I'll tell you that. Hi, Bruno. Hi, buddy. Guys, it's been a fantastic broadcast so far. I've, I've really enjoyed the questions. I enjoy spending my time with you guys uh, on this. And, um, and to hear you guys are like up at like three or four in the morning, wherever you are, is fantastic. I, I really appreciate you um, tuning in. Nick, during a typical week, how should you distribute the time you spend on yourself going out and meeting girls and time with friends? That's a great question. And I think it's like this. Don't spend your time like to meet girls, right? Go out and focus on having social activities and by the byproduct of doing these social activities is meeting women. You're in the arena of meeting women, right? The choices you're making in your life are bringing you closer to women, right? So it's a win-win. If you think about it, it's simple. You go to the gym. Where are you going to go? You're going to go to some sweaty, dirty gym full of like testosterone, like roided up guys, or you're gonna go to like a unisex gym where there's women there, you know? That's a choice. I said earlier about having the, the Skype coach, the Skype personal trainer, or going to a gym where there's men and women, you know, that's a choice. Like, just make those decisions. I think you came a bit late on, Nick, in, in, onto the broadcast, but what I did say, was today's biggest takeaway is be more conscious about making social decisions, social decisions. I remember I had a client a few years ago and you know, I turned up first session and he had this amazing uh, Mercedes like SLR, right? It was like top of the range car, but it was a two seater, right? And I said, buddy, this car, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's not a social car. Like you can't take the party somewhere and you can't take the party back somewhere. It's not a social car. You made this decision with your ego. You didn't make the decision uh, from a logical perspective, right? I turned up to, in his house, in a, in, I, was, I had a Range Rover at the time. I said, this is a social car. I can take people to places. I can take them back places. It's like, it can be family, it can be friends. It's fucking awesome, right? I said, I'm going to the States to do some coaching over there. I'll be back next month. I come back next month. He's bought a brand new Range Rover. He goes, Johnny, what you said was bang on. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a beautiful car, top of the range. And I was like, holy shit, right? I should have got a commission on that deal. But, um, you know, it's just true, right? Um, so it's not about distributing your time. It's just about making choices in your life that bring you closer to meeting women, right? Meeting women should be the byproduct of something you're enjoying anyway, right? Think about that. Where do you find joy? Where do you find joy? If you're struggling to find joy, think about what you're skilled at. Because when you, where you find this skill, I was watching this great Alan, uh, Alan Watts video the other day, and 
was talking about joy. And he goes, wherever you find joy is where you find skill, right? Because what you're skilled in, you find joy. But what I like to add to that, if you can't find a skill, then you've got to allow yourself to be vulnerable enough to go back into the world of learning, right? And get skilled at something because that's where you're going to find joy. All right. So thanks, Nick. I mean, I got lots to share with you, buddy. We, I know me and you got some one-on-one -on -one time on that on the course that we're doing in LA. So keep any questions that you want me to expand on, just keep them like in under your belt, buddy. And I'll um, yeah, I'll really expand on it when we work together. Uh, Arthur, how much does it cost for a seven-day course? With me personally, it's ten and a half thousand. Right, that's UK pounds. If you want to do the seven day course in LA, which is in November, you're looking at 7,000, right? There's also an option to do it with just the team here at six and a half, that's UK, all right? So you've got a few options there. If you're not sure which option to take, right? Then hit me up in the direct messages, the private messages, and we'll arrange a call, we'll go through it. There's, there's pricing plans, uh, payment plans, you know, uh, we'll set you up on that, so it's flexible. We have a transparent conversation of what's coming in uh, up until the kickoff day. All right? Uh, right, last question then, because I've got two minutes left. Satra says, do you think most men are just too intimidated by women? If yes, why is that so? They're intimidated by women. It's a very deep question, but I'll quickly answer it. They're intimidated by a certain uh, image of a woman because of how the media has portrayed it to be unobtainable, right? This certain look as unobtainable. If you see it in a magazine, you see it in an Instagram picture with like 20,000 images, you, you disassociate with that, right? You have, if a woman of beauty, with a woman of beauty, you have to understand that their real value, like anyone's value, is their inner right? So normalize the beauty. Normalize the beauty. That beauty is the new normal. She needs you to think like that so you guys can actually connect. Because if every guy elevated her, she would be fucking lonely, right? So there's very few men that get that and are able to connect with women because they're not putting her on a pedestal. She needs you to think like that. Okay, great question, Satra. There's more aspects to that, but that's just a quick answer. All right, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you. Regan joined, he's on the loo, he's a very good friend of mine. Check out Regan Hall for um, super hot director, man. Super hot, <laughs> aesthetically, and uh, you know, his work is top notch. Go and check out his new Dolce Gabbana uh, advert, on their new fragrance, oh my God, amazing. Um, but give Regan a follow. Guys, it's been awesome tonight. I've really had fun. Um, sorry we didn't get, I know there's been a few more questions, but 28th of September, Impactful Connection Workshop, seven day programs every week here in London. Love you guys, take care. If you enjoyed the content, follow me on Instagram at London Dating Coach.